Hey everyone, and welcome. This is Pop X Cast, where science fiction meets pop, pop culture. We are a geek podcast for geek cu- culture. So, are you ready to get your geek on? Sit back, relax, put on that Ninja Turtle onesie, warm up those chimichangas. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pop, pop X Cast. To Pop X Cast, where science fiction meets pop culture. Here we go! Pop X Cast. I was born in it, molded by it. Pop X Cast. say we've had a lot of reflection this past week with chadwick and we'll talk about that but that picture mm-hmm. that you sent me the other day joe with stan and chadwick just like all the feels man dude all the feels i'm telling you it was uh uh shoot man i don't even want let, let, let's 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 catch up before we yeah. we dive down that rabbit hole i want to say a huge shout out to alex lopez hanging out with us over in the YouTube live chat room. And we also have Darth Baca hanging out with us. That's a name that we haven't seen since episode 75, <laughs> uh, returning wow. back here on the YouTube live stream. It's good to be back on YouTube. Uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we're just trying some things new, and we're just trying to uh, trying to improve our overall quality and aesthetic here at Pop X Cast. And, dude, it's been like three months since we did. You know, it was May the 31st was our last show. Jeez, that long. Well, it feels like an eternity. Like there are movies that came out in March. I'm like, oh, that came out last year, right? Just because this has been the longest three to four months yeah. I've ever had. How about you, Joe? Like it's just It's been very long. It's been very um trying. Um yes, at Darth Maka, we guys uh are coming back officially to YouTube. This is going to be our home, and we're going to settle in here for the next foreseeable future. Um, just asking, and we have Alex Lopez here, uh, Wakanda Forever Believers, more like um, uh, fitting title at this time. That's yeah, very mm. true, true believers. Yes. But yes. Uh, for me, man, it's just been really crazy. It's been, I got to say, for a lot of people, you know, the the pandemic and everything has kind of been a bad thing for a lot of people with unemployment and. Just the craziness that's going on. My wife got furloughed for several weeks at her surgery center. Had uh, some some scares, some moments that came in. It was kind of questionable. So the whole staff had to be 14-day quarantined and all that crazy crap. But in the middle of all that, though, I've been extremely productive as a creative. And so Mm -hmm. I've been able to do a lot of cool things, design a lot of really neat logos for some local businesses here in Central Florida. So I'm pretty thankful. I mean, I've been... I want to say it's kind of been one of the busiest seasons I've had in a long time. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of crazy, man, because it's, you know, for what we do kind of with our, uh, I, I want to say abnormal, but extremely interesting jobs, our careers, like mm-hmm. it, it's forced us to do things that we've never had to do before. Like for me, like without movies, what's a movie critic going to do, right? So Without kinda, movies. <laughs> it's hard, man. So I've, I've shifted my focus to other things and kind of expanded on, on what I do with with my channel um, that was but I've actually of, had I was just gonna say I, I've had a, a lot of strangely good things happen to me over the course of a horrible time in our well, lives that's one of the bullet points for tonight so don't spoil it you know which one I'm talking about the big one yes, that you've been working for for a long of time yes but uh, yeah it's it's really it's been a really interesting time but I think uh, 
as a creative, it's been one of the most exploratory times. Yes. Uh, because yeah. we've we've had to do some things that we normally wouldn't do in our careers as as live streamers and multi social media personalities and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I consider you even more a greater personality than myself. I mean, you've 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 taken what you've taken the scenes that I've sown. And you've grown a freaking forest over it. No, I'm just, I'm just saying though, you've done an exceptional uh, job over on your Flickflan Nation channel that you run, and yeah. it's just freaking awesome what you guys are doing. So, um, but you know, I think honestly though, it's really good to be able to to be back here now that we have entertainment coming back into the industry. We have we have films now that are making their way back into cinema. And that was kind of one of the big things that I was bouncing around when, when the pandemic hit, the theaters closed up. PopX didn't really have a lot to talk about because everything that we do as a podcast is driven by Comic-Cons and conventions. Yes. Um, <laughs> E3, uh, we got uh, all the uh, communication uh, conventions that are done out there. We got a lot of things that we do that we kind of feed off of. And now, just since July, we're starting to get that momentum back. And so when that momentum comes back, Popex cast comes back so here we are yeah and it, it feels good man it, it feels really good to be back after a prolonged absence like you said movies are back i think Popex is back and uh i do want to go ahead and introduce the show though so we can get into the news so Please welcome do, everyone if this is your first time to Popex, this is where science fiction meets pop culture i am austin burke the Appalachian geek at heart. We'd like to welcome everyone joining us live in the popx.live chat room. Come hang out with us and join the conversation at popxcast.com. If this is your first time tuning into Popx, the first 20 minutes or so, we run down the headlines since our last show, and then we dive into the show topic at the halfway point. Feels good to be back. Feels good to say that, Joe. Oh, dude. My goodness. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Sometimes we, we say it so much on PopX, we forget it. And it's good to see it like, you know, we don't forget some things around here. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I'm your host, uh, Joseph Burke, Central Florida, seasoned comic book nerd and retro enthusiast. Now, we're a part of an amazing network of creative collectives from a vast expanse known only as the Creative Multiverse. You might see the logo right over here. Now, uh, the Creative Multiverse is a network of creatives uh, that is uh, sprinkled with a lot of talent, and it just kind of basically anything that you can dream or imagine you can bring and share with us in the Creative Multiverse over on our Facebook group. So make sure you visit us um, on Facebook and just search for the Creative Multiverse. And uh, we have uh, a couple of really cool things coming up in, in October. If you don't know, Inktober is in October, and that is a really cool chance for you. When the Creative Multiverse really starts going, is during those kinds of uh, type yeah. challenges where you can see all everybody's artwork. You get one word a day, and you got to figure out what it is you're going to draw for that one word a day. So uh, that we'll be sharing that is starting October first. So get for, get ready for that. You'll yes. be seeing that on the Creative awesome. Multiverse. Now, if you missed episode 109, Crisis on Infinite Continents, where we were talking with Retro Blasting and Michael French from Retro Blasting. Uh, you can check that out over on our official website at popxcast.com uh, for this and other great past shows in our amazing archive of, of goodness that we have here. Now, be sure to head over to Google Play, iTunes after the show and click on that subscribe button. And on Spotify as well. We forget to say Spotify. Uh, not enough on this show. We yeah. need to start hitting that pretty hard. But catch up on some amazing shows from PopX Archive. And while you're there, leave us a, a really great rating if you can. And it just helps us and our ratings uh, climb up the ladder a little bit. It's nothing with us. We just want to we just want to be your source for geeky goodness because we just chill out. We're, we're relaxed. We're, we hang. You know how we are. All that said, we're going to kick it off with the news this week. Don't go nowhere. We will be right back extra extra read all about it this is pop x news coming to you live right here on popxcast.com and uh before we get kicked off here i want to say a huge shout out to john uh, poffenbarger i believe his name is uh welcome to the show it's good he said he's a first time listener here Yes, so, it's uh, he's uh, he's. I have him on Patreon. It's nice to you? have you, John. I appreciate you, man. Oh, that is so cool, dude. He's following. Well, I'm a Burke too. I'm the I'm the oldest and good looking. No, I'm just. You got with two Burks now, two man. Burks, you got two Burks. Two You're Burks in for in it. Room. Oh <laughs> my God! In a world, no, I just. I'm, I'm sorry, John. Uh, anyway, backing it up here, uh, but yeah, you, this is what you get, John. Welcome. I hope you is like it. it. 
<laughs> right here. That's all you're going to get. That's all you get. That's you get. All right. So, all right. Now we got to come a little serious here for mm. a second. Well, uh, literally Thursday night, we got some news that literally rocked the entertainment industry. And uh, I don't want to, I want to have Mike uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, come up and join us here as well. So I'm in Orlando, Austin's in uh, Kentucky, and Mike's in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, so we are going to talk a little bit about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And um, just an amazing actor. I mean, Jackie Robinson, was it Jackie Robinson he portrayed? Yeah. Yeah, and it was just so many 21 Bridges. It was another another uh, Russo Brothers um amazing film and then of course he breathed life into a character that is legendary status t'challa himself the king of wakanda black panther uh, we're talking about mr chadwick boseman and um man i gotta be honest with you uh austin when i heard the news i i was sitting i was sitting in a i was sitting at home and i was watching a movie with alex we were watching the goonies as a matter of fact hmm. And I remember nice. clicking Paul's button and just kind of looking down and just reflecting for a moment, like what? And it was just, it was, it, it, it there. My eyes were, I was having an allergic reaction in my eyes, and it was just, um, it was very intense. It was one of those things that you didn't see coming, because he's so young. He's forty three. Um, Austin, what are your thoughts, man? Well, it's one of those stories I just didn't believe. When I heard it, I, I, I got a Twitter notification from one of the sites that I follow for news. Um, I see that and I'm like, it, am I being trolled right now? And it's different when maybe an actor or actress is older or they've had an underlying health condition that we knew about, right? But with Chadwick, everything seemed good on the outside, right? Until you kind of start reflecting and you see the weight loss over the last year or so mm. and you watch his Instagram video, which I watched, I honestly thought it was for a role. I didn't know it was actually a health condition because that's what you think. Like Christian Bale losing hundreds of pounds, like a hundred and something pounds for a role. That's just the first thing that comes to mind. But now that you go back and you see it, I can see that. But the best part about it is um, the fact that he, his family knew, he knew, he was able to go. I mean, I've read stories of him talking to kids with cancer. I've read stories of him just giving all that he could give before he went. And sure, he's a great actor, mm -hmm. and I'm sure we'll reflect on that. But I think he's, he's an even better person, and that's what I've really been able to soak in over the last few days. Yeah, that's... And, you know, one of the things, too, I mean, we're, 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 not, um, we're not a podcast that, that uh, you know, or is on any side of the fence on what your belief system is. That's not oh, what course. we are. We talk about nerdy goodness, but my goodness, this man's face was so strong. Holy cow. I mean, did you see that one clip of him giving that um, speech at the, the graduation ceremony? Graduation, yes. Oh, my gosh. Goosebumps. So, Mike, what's up, man? What do you, what, how, how has this affected you? I mean, just processing this all. You know, it's just uh, it's kind of like similar to you. I just had gotten wrapped up watching the, the Bill and Ted trilogy, and mm -hmm. I was, you know, I got through that, and I was enjoying him. I was getting ready to wrap up for the night. I was, you know, it was in a happy place because the movies were great. Yeah. You know, and then I just happened to glance down at my phone and saw that. And it was just like, it was like all the blood just drained out of my head. Like I was going to pass out. Wow. But no, I'm saying to myself, this can't be right. Mm -hmm. You know, this has got to be a mistake, you know. And all the, you know, they said he had it for over four years. So he was, you know, doing Black Panther. And I mean, just this film in an action movie, I mean, you know, not from experience, I know, but just from hearing, you know, it, a lot of the action movies take a lot out of you. And for him to have the strength to do that through all this and, you know, nobody knew. I mean, in the case of Stan Lee, yeah, that that was a tragedy. But we kind of kind of saw it was coming because of the yes. age. Right. But for this for, you know, to have this, you know, this, you know, for four years like this, it was and not not the public knew anything about it. I'm sure it privately everybody within the family knew, but you know, to just happen like that, that that's what makes it worse. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those, one of those things that you just, it's just hard to process, you know, at such mm -hmm. a young age. I mean, he was younger than I am. And I'm, I think I'm pretty much the oldest one here, you know, and just to, just to see that, how it can happen to anybody, you know, it's just, 
it was just a, just a shock to, to see that. And a really cool common commentary, Mike, over here in the chat room. This is from Alex Lopez. Chadwick Boseman will always be Black Panther, and he never had a misstep as an actor. Yeah, never had a misstep as an actor. I agree. Yeah, phenomenal. I can imagine, you know, being having this this illness, and finding the mental strength to to channel Black Panther when they were filming Infinity War Saga, one and two. Yeah, I just I can't I can't fathom that. I mean, you know, you, you know he's going through treatment. You know he's sick as a dog, but yet he's getting in this suit and he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know where that strength comes from. Well, I do know where that strength comes from, but um, I think it's just really cool that what a legacy he's left behind. Yeah. And he, he didn't let a lot of people know about it because he wanted his light to shine in another way. He wanted to be remembered as that, not this. Yeah. And I think that's exceptional. That's just character. That is character right there. Well, if you look Integrity. at uh, all of, I, I've not seen, and, and granted, you know, someone passes away, you're not going to see anyone other than trolls online, and I've seen mm -hmm. a couple of those. But in terms of the people he impacted within the industry, right? Obviously, fans are going to, you know, pour our hearts out to him. But every actor, director, producer that he worked with talked about him like he was one of the greatest actors they've ever worked with because I think he... And he was a very reserved person. I think now we know why he was so reserved yep. over the last four. And everybody's always commented on that. I think we know why. Yep. Um, but in terms of who he has done business with, not one remotely, remotely negative. I mean, everyone was just like, this is one of the best. How could we lose someone that is this good of a human being? Mm -hmm. And then that's what it feels like. It's like, yeah, not only um, is he crushing every genre, every role from a uh, legendary baseball player to Jackie Brown to – Black Panther, I mean, everything he crushed. Yeah. But he's, man, he's over there crushing uh, being a good person. And that's the thing, man. I think that is his legacy. Like, just one of the greatest, most inspiring men to ever live. And now knowing that he was carrying this all along, man, it just, we look at him now in even higher regard. Yeah. It's incredible, man. He was such a good dude. I think I want to go back and watch number 42, Jackie Robinson, all over again. That was a 2013 film, and uh, yeah. I watched it in passing, but I never gave much mind to it. And I need to go back yeah. and just look at and, and get myself in his mindset where he's at there yeah. in that moment. But uh, his work. But uh, our hats go off and prayers and thoughts to the family, the Bozeman family. And I do want to say this before we move on. Uh, this is a very strange factoid that I did find out about Chadwick Bozeman. He is from Alex's hometown of Anderson, South Carolina. Wow. And every flag was at half staff today in Anderson, South Carolina, where he's from. Wow. So amazing. Wow. Amazing. My goodness. All right, well, Austin. Let's try kick to, us, uh... Yeah, kick <laughs> us off here on a more of a, a loving note. How do you how do you recover from that? Okay, well let's let's try because we've got we've got some cool things to talk about here. I think this is gonna take up a big chunk. So last Saturday, uh, DC had their first online virtual convention. DC Fandom, which was jam-packed with announcements for every fan of the expansive comic universe. Uh, Cheetah revealed in Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. Suicide Squad full cast reveal. Static Shock movie and Milestone Comics revival. Uh, the Snyder Cut teaser trailer and miniseries. Black Adam story details and teaser trailers. The Batman... Oh. The Batman first trailer. And then you have the DC games. You have two new titles announced. You have Batman Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. The virtual convention drew approximately 22 million viewers. Joe, were you one of those viewers? You bet I was <laughs> one of those viewers. Come on, man. What are you talking about? When, <laughs> dude, when they, dropped it, when they dropped the trailer for the Batman, I think I had to change my underwear at least three times. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, my God, I got to back up. There's no way. That can't be the... That, that's the Penguin. That's that's Catwoman. Uh, what? Dude, I, my, my brain was overload. It was so you beautiful. Feeling, you feeling good about that Robert Pattinson casting right now? You feeling oh, pretty I good? told you from the get-go. I'm all, know, all on board with it. I mean, Me uh, and you were like uh, in sync I on that. I saw it. <laughs> and that one scene when he's got the cowl off and he's looking up and his eyes are black and he kind of looked like the Winter Soldier a little bit. Oh, I'm like, oh, dude, the darkness. The eeriness. So good. 
<laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good, man. Yeah. So I think um, they definitely have a home run. I hope that the Pattinson contract will, will stay intact and they will keep him on board for a while. Uh, another big heavy hitter, I guess, was the Zack Snyder um, Justice League cut, uh, the Zack Snyder cut of that. I, I'm really excited to see that. I'm excited to see how they've done Steppenwolf, and now yeah. they are actually going to have Darkseid as the main villain of the film, the way it was intended. And um, from what I've seen already, man, dude, they must have shot like six hours of footage because there is so much footage I'm seeing in this trailer that it's not even in the Justice League original platform. I'm like, what? 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 Yeah. It's really cool. Well, I, I didn't believe it at first when they said there was, but apparently they only used about 20% of what Snyder what was I going heard. to put in his. That's crazy. That's a whole different movie. Dude, it's an entire movie. Yeah. Two movies. They could have made. They could have done what Avengers with it on that one. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? Make a part one and part two. Mike, what do you? What was your favorite parts of the DC fandom? Uh, I love just about all of it. I mean, it was uh, you know just to see the extended trailers, uh, the Zack Snyder stuff. I'm I'm kind of you know kind of looking forward to that. I just got so once they finally announced it and now it's kind of coming to life and it's it's reality. You know, I just got so tired of hearing about it. You know, yeah. it was it was there, it wasn't there. They you know all kinds of. You know, it just got so tiring over the years hearing about it. So now that it's in it, the reality of it is, you know, that they have it, you know, and and I think they said it was supposed to be four one hour episodes and then it'll be they're going to release it all completed in a complete four hours. So, you know, that'll be, you know, worth seeing. I'm just I'm curious to see, you know, what it originally was supposed to look like and, you know, the additional characters and stuff like that. And and the Batman trailer, I'm, I've kind of gotten on board with because like the, the clips and stuff that I've seen before of it. I just I wasn't feeling it. I just I saying okay, yeah, that's that's good. And then once I finally seen the actual trailer to it, it it's all it's all coming together, and I'm mm. kind of looking forward to that. And you know, so I just it was it was enjoyable to see. And uh, Suicide Squad, I'm kind of excited for that. You know, I'm a big Peter Capaldi fan from Doctor mm -hmm. Who. So and yeah. to see him play the thinker, that was that was impressed. You know, seeing that. And uh, the one thing I was curious about that when I saw that, it was more behind the scenes, but to see the original actors such as Margot Robbie come back, to see how she performs under a different director, the same role, I'm intrigued to see how, that, mm -hmm. how that's mm -hmm. going to play out. Yes. Good thought, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of meat there. It's, from, from what I'm hearing, we all three took away something a little bit different. Like we all three had our like couple things that we really are excited for. Um, oh, Joe. Yeah. I... I you, I've not talked to you about Michael Keaton returning. How no, you feeling, we have man? not discussed this, have we? How you feeling, man? How you feeling? That he's making Flash's suit? <laughs> I'm Batman. You were the uh, first person I thought of when that, when that dude, happened. Dude, I'm it's telling this you, show. Like, this is the greatest time in the world to be alive because <laughs> my childhood is coming back in full circle 30 years later and everything that I saw in the theaters is coming back again. I'm like, you're the yeah. vulture and the... What? <laughs> but, you know, the big, I guess the big rumor is in um, the Flash movie that's coming out, uh, this version in this multiverse, in this verse of Batman, the Tim Burton verse, uh, that Batman is going to create Flash's suit. From what I heard. Am I right on that, Austin? You're right. Okay. Yep, yep. That concept art of those two together with Michael Keaton behind him in fighting pose. Uh, Mike, Mike, did, did you like this? Well, sweet Jesus in the morning. I just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing I, I realized after you were reading that I left out about the flash. And I think uh, Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are both coming back because yeah. it's, it's the uh, Flashpoint storyline. Yeah. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see. And except for the flash, I think all this stuff is coming out next year, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, 2021. You know, we should be living at the movie theaters next yeah. year. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I've been saving up a lot of money here during COVID, so I think we can do it, you know. Yes. Thank you. But I, I, I'm really excited to just to see everything come to fruition, how these stories are going to be intertwined. And another cool thing you were talking about, Ben Affleck, Mike, um, Ben Affleck has actually broken one of the records for the lead actors of Batman. Do you know what that is? He is the first, If when he comes back for this new role in the multiverse, Flash in the multiverse, he's going to be the actor that's reprised the role of Batman the most. Wow. That is crazy. Think about that. Doesn't even feel like it. 
It is true, though. And cinematically. Yeah. Because Michael Keaton only did two. Christian Bale did three. This will be his fourth. Yeah. Wow. Technically. That's crazy. That's crazy (laughs) stuff right there. This one thing I forgot to add on onto this on on the downside of DC. I think the uh, DC Universe service I think is dying a slow death. Really, Every, it's gone. Yeah, I think it's just about done because everything that's been on the DC Universe is moving over to HBO Max or CW. I was getting ready to say I have HBO Max and I saw that there is a DC section now on HBO yeah. Max. But there's, there's no coming. I think Titans is going to be the next one. They're not sure where it's going to, but uh, it's pretty much on its way out. And I know Harley Quinn is moving over to HBO Max. Yep. Um, yep. Swamp Thing. Birds of Prey is already there. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Stargirl is moving over to uh, primarily CW. I know it was on, you were able to watch it on DC Universe like on Monday. Yeah. And it would premiere on DC on uh, on CW on Tuesdays. So that was, that's not really much of a big advantage we want to hear what you're excited for uh did you, if you guys saw dc's fandom uh we're going to move on because we still have an entire show to talk about new mutants <laughs> but um if you saw if you went to fandom and you participated leave in the comments what was your favorite thing what do you want to see what are you excited most to see because uh, we want to hear and uh, you know we may share that thought uh here on the yes. show live in real time but moving on here, I want to give a couple of quick things here. Um, I'll take the next two. Alter Carbon was canceled on Netflix. Now, I don't know if you know ever have seen Alter Carbon, but I am seriously in love with the show. Not a biggest fan of season two as I was of season yeah. one. Um, for me, Poe, uh, the guy who plays Poe, is just fantastic in the entire series. And I just hate to see that uh, we're not going to be able to see the finality of the story and how it's going to fold out. Uh, kind of left you on a cliffhanger there at the end, so I'm really excited to see where. Yeah, I was excited to see where season three would have been, but now we're not going to get that opportunity. Uh, but I, Austin, quickly, what are your thoughts on Alter Carbon? Yeah, I mean, I assumed viewership would warrant another season. I mean, my reviews did well, and it, it was talked about a lot on Twitter. But uh, sometimes you just you spend too much money on visual effects, and you make something so grand scale, it's hard. So yeah, I'm, I'm bummed out because I enjoyed season one as well and i like season two just not as much but man that uh that that was rough news it was rough news so if you're a fan of alter carbon and you're sad we're right there with you moving on here i want to say that with the new dune uh from director uh dennis villeneuve help me out here austin do listen to this it's denny villeneuve and it took me two years to figure out are you serious it took me two years denny villeneuve Yep, I've heard Vinny him Vin- okay. tw- 20 times. What he said. What he said. <laughs> Vinny de love. De love. De love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Landing in <laughs> theaters this December. That's right. Dune is coming, ladies and gentlemen. And if I'm not mistaken, the trailer is coming next week. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we'll be landing online on September the 9th. The first trailer hits on September the 9th. Mark your calendar. Set your thing on your on on your. A-L-E-X-A, or on Siri, can't say her <laughs> name here, she'll go off, but I'm uh, pretty excited to see our first glimpse of what this is going to be. Now, before the trailer officially lands online, audiences will, who, will, who will get to see Tenet in theaters will also get to see it on the big screen first, which means on Thursday night when I go see Tenet, I get to see this one. So, Austin, these are two movies that you were chomping at the bit. Oh, tell me about I, it. Tell me about it. Yeah. My number one and two most anticipated of the year, Dune number one, Tenet number two. I get to say I get to see a Dune trailer with Tenet. Oh, it's going to be great, man! And uh, this is one I'm I'm actually reading the book Dune right now. I'm halfway through. Uh, wow. It is drastically confusing, uh, and I do not like the original movie. So my hope should not be this high. But Denis Villeneuve, man, Blade Runner, Arrival, uh, Sicario. I mean, just one after an- Prisoners. It, he's going to crush this. And I think it was Brolin came out and said, this may be the greatest movie I've ever been a part of. And he's Thanos. So What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insanely cool. Well, I'm yeah. excited. You know, I mean, Tenet, I mean, you've been talking about that. We're huge. We're both Christopher Nolan fans. So yes. I'm excited to see that. And uh, do you, you get a screener for that ahead of time from of me, don't you? Well, I'm watching it tomorrow night. So. Okay. We'll see how I feel. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. nervous, but I'm oh, excited, man. man. All right. 
Well, all right, pick it up on the news here, my friend. Let's continue on with the conversation. All right, man. I like talking to Kevin Smith, so he shared on social media that he had seen some of the animation from the first eight episodes of Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation, which will be a reboot sequel for the He-Man series as a Netflix original series. Smith said in his post, my guess, earliest we see a trailer, is six to nine months. Not 69 months, six to nine months. Uh, I don't doubt this at all because I just think the pandemic has gotten in the way. Mm -hmm. This was originally slated when it was announced to come out later this year. Not going to happen, but I'm still excited for it, Joe. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, who's not looking for a resurgence of Masters of the Universe and the action figures and going to Walmart and seeing Skeletor on the pegs again? Come on. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but in... in, um, well, you may not know this. In prequel to this, before this comes out, Hasbro has signed a deal to re-release all the original sculpts yes. with modern articulation. So these are in the likeness of the original Masters of the Universe action figures that we as a kid, 1983, present and, wow. and counting, would go up to our KB toy store and pick man-at-arms off the shelf. <laughs> Uh, we get to actually do that again, but with modern-day articulation. So each action figure, I think, is supposed to have up to 22 joints of articulation, which means you can pose them in any different way you want to. Uh, they're starting with uh, five, if I'm not mistaken, He-Man, Skeletor, Tila, Man-at-Arms, and Evil Lynn, I, okay. I think, are, okay. are, the, are the ones that they're starting with. Um, so I'm really excited. You should be able to go to your Walmart in October or Target, and pick them up right off the pegs. So uh, that's a kind of a nice little bonus right before we get to see this yeah. drop. So that's pretty cool. All right, uh, continuing on here with the news, we've got three more stories, and then we get to talk New Mutants. We all know that Stranger Things isn't going to last forever. Now, as a popular show has been over the past few years, its creators are aware that all good things eventually must come to an end. But at least for now, we have confirmation that it won't be concluding with Season 4, as we anticipated. Now, the, the Duffer Brothers recently spoke out about the upcoming fourth season of the series. Folks have been wondering... When the show could end, will it end this year? But in case, that's not the case. Season 4 won't be the end, said, the, uh, said Ross Duffer. Now we know what the end is, and we know when it is. This pandemic has given us a little bit of time to look ahead and figure out what is the best route for the show. Ooh, now the fourth like season of Stranger Things was in production in Georgia earlier this year when the pandemic caused things to basically shut down. Now, there has been some no official word on the reports of suggesting that things could gear back up, but they are looking promising for September. So, there we go. I don't think we're going to get a Stranger Things Season 4 this year. Probably going to be mid, probably July next year, I think, is a, probably a, a good... Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I... The, the problem with them ending it early is you just want more Stranger Things, right? We want as much as we can get. Yeah. Uh, but I also really like the idea that they're not going to prolong this. Like, we're not going to do nine seasons just to have nine seasons. They're saying, we're going to figure out the story, and when it's done, we're done. And I like that mentality, man. I wish, um, I wish Star Wars would have figured that out beforehand uh, but <laughs> but i like the route stranger things is on man so we'll just uh we'll have to see how it goes well i think you know you're 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 right on the head there austin because i don't think that you were talking about nine seasons as kind of a little pudge to robert kirkman and walking dead i kind of felt <laughs> but how many times do you need to see zombies i mean seriously it's just really I like you caught on that oh I, like uh, <laughs> I dude come on dude we're flesh and blood that's kind of sounded sounded weird with my blood no um <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking, you know, I love that there is a, there, with any story, there has to be a, a good beginning and a good end. And I just kind of feel that's where Walking Dead has kind of like mucked it up. There's, there's just so much crap in the middle. It just don't need all that. So I'm excited right. for Stranger Things season four, and I hope that they do get to be on back production in September. Mm. Well... We do have uh, we have some Todd McFarlane talk next. So his Kickstarter for the new remastered action figure of his fan favorite character Spawn has been so wildly successful that it's had a number of new components added on uh, for backers and no extra charge. One of the extras that fans would be getting with the figure is another remaster, an update of the comic book ooh, that came with the original figure 
in 1995. That's the year I was born. Uh, the whole issue won't be redone, but it will include a brand new cover, when, uh, which McFarlane has revealed. The color version and the black and white version will be available for fans who picked up the Spawn Figure 3 pack. McFarlane's campaign wow. managed to conjure 23,761 back orders uh, or backers with uh, over 3.4 million in pledges. Now that is a very popular man with a lot of fans, Joe. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, You know what? Um, I'm a huge, huge Todd McFarlane fan. Crazy. Anybody it's that crazy. knows me knows that, um, you know, that I, I, I've followed his work, his craft, his art style for years. Yeah, man. I just love what he does. He pushes boundaries. He was the first artist at Marvel and DC to actually do expenditures outside the frames of a comic book. And so, like, if you were thinking about Spider-Man, you know, doing his web shooters, his fingers would actually go off the, the square plane. So he was the first one to do that? First one to do that. And Marvel that. at the time said, no, absolutely not. We don't like that. You need to stay within the box. And, and he's like, <laughs> no, I want to add dimension. And he began to do that. And he actually, did. one of my favorite guys, the Incredible Hulk, he began doing that in Incredible Hulk 334. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. But on the, on the idea of Todd McFarlane, you guys, you need to go check your DVRs or find the... It's on YouTube, I do believe. It was on Sci-Fi Channel about, I want to say three or four weeks ago, Todd McFarlane to Hell I Won't. Yes. And uh, so it's good. a great documentary, one-hour documentary, into the, into the heart and mind of Todd McFarlane. Why he did yes. what he did. He talks about Rob Liefeld, Jim Lee, uh, all the Eric Larson, all the artists yes. at Marvel, the heavy hitters at Marvel at the time, leaving Marvel on a one-day mm. notice to start Image Comics. It's amazing. you got to watch it. Dude, so check that that's out. That's awesome. All right. got two more things, and then we're going to go into the new mutants. So thank you guys so much for your patience. We had a lot of news, a lot of cool things to cover, <laughs> a lot of sad things to have to talk about. But this past week marked, for the first time in game history, a franchise, Call of Duty, did something that they have never done before. This was amazing. Players who were playing the video game on August the 26th that were logged into Warzone, which is the free multi-world campaign that you can drop into. 150 people drop into it at one time and only one can survive. So, so it's a real world type situation and only one can be king of the hill. Well, you were playing the game and then all of a sudden your game went into a different playlist and you had no option to go into Battle Royale you had to click on Know Your History. When you click on Know Your History, you were thrust into Warzone in Verdansk, and you were playing as your, as, as your soldier, but then the trailers and everything, you were playing the Unveil as it was happening in real time in Warzone. Wow. For the first time, Call of Duty and Infinity War unveiled Black Ops Cold War in the game, and players lost their minds. <laughs> uh, Dr. Disrespect said this was one of the most hyped events he's ever seen in his life. He was wow. just amazed at how they did it. They didn't do it with a trailer or a countdown or an event. They did it in the game. And players got to play it in real time. It was amazing. I have Actually, I have footage on my YouTube channel, not Popex Cast, but on Joseph Burke Arts, um, of me playing this very situation scenario and i streamed it live because it was just amazing nuclear warheads and sirens were going off and things <laughs> were flickering it was insane dude my heart was racing and uh it was really cool so call of duty black ops cold war releases on wow. november the 13th and uh, it's pretty awesome uh to to be able to play that and be a part of that so if you're a call of duty fan i'll see you later tonight all right yeah, leave Game seriously. On. Leave it to Call of Duty to do something crazy like that, man. Because they they have really just turned it around over the last couple of years. They are rocking it right yes, now. Yes, they are. Yeah, and I'm I'm heavily addicted to it. I'll be the first to tell you. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Austin Burke, you have some amazing news. We were talking about it and hinting at it at the top of the hour, mm -hmm. uh, but you have acquired a pretty cool status since our last episode. Do you mind yeah. enlightening us on what that is? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, that that's uh, it's one thing we've talked about a lot on this show. Um, and being having the long break that we had, you know, I, I had a chance to 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 do some things and try to get some things situated. And uh, I thought, you know, that would be the end of it. But then I get an email uh, telling me that what I applied for eight months ago 
was finally uh, it, it went through. I, I did officially get on Rotten Tomatoes as a Rotten Tomatoes critic, man. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to be the guy to get on there and post and all that stuff. But Madison told me she's like, you've got to tell everybody. So I was like, all right, fine. Just because, you know, it's literally and I've, I've told you this mm-hmm. conversations we've had when I came and visit you and whatnot. This is kind of what. What you what you what you work for in it being a movie critic? So uh, you know I've, I've made it. I'm there. I'm getting some cool, some some sweet opportunities because of it in terms of screeners and whatnot. But um, but man, it's it's helped uh, it's helped big time with the career, with uh, with the YouTube channel, and just uh, opening up some doors that I hope uh, I hope stay open for a while. <laughs> That's so freaking awesome, bro! I'm so proud of you and so happy. Uh, you know, just to see your your journey where you started and where you are today and. One of the things I love about you, man, is like when you see a goal, you don't stop. You 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 continue on and you pursue it until you get it. And uh, we and you were sitting in my living room literally two years ago when you flew in by yeah. yourself down here, and we were just yeah. like, "It's like, man, where do you want this to go?" He's like, "I want to be a rotten. Tom- I want to be an official critic. I want to be able to get the screeners and do all the fun <laughs> stuff." And I'm like, "Well, dang, here you are, 2020, you're doing just that." So, yeah. uh, dude, congratulations. That's just awesome. All Thank right. You, what do you do you have I mean so check him out too on YouTube it's youtube.com slash the Birkinator and uh, Flick Fan Nation you definitely want to be a part of that group and uh, you even have a Discord channel now too so you're yes. just rocking yes. and rolling dude thank you man fantastic job alright well let's talk a little bit about the new mutants I'm going to go ahead and roll that spoiler alert sound now uh, if you have not seen the new mutants I uh, just want to let you know beyond this point you have been warned uh, we are going to be talking heavily on spoilers, and there's some things in here that you might not want to hear if you've not seen the movie. So with all that said and, and done, we'll be right back. you are about to enter a Pop-Hop-X spoiler alert. Beyond this point, there is no return. You have been warned. All right, you have been warned beyond this point. So, um, New Mutants. So... 17 years in the making. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to start. You're right, though. You're right. That's the sad thing. (laughs) We we actually had a we had a bet going on. Would it drop on Disney Plus or would it ever see the light of a theater? I can't. I don't know, man. I think I think we both lost that bet. I swear to you, Joe. (laughs) I thought for sure I was going to walk in that theater, sit down, and it just say. This movie has been delayed on the screen. I thought for sure. Sorry, folks. Yes. <laughs> We're now showing you Scooby Doo Part week. Two. <laughs> Some kind of movie that nobody wants to watch. Oh, geez. But uh, it was actually, you know, all things. It was really nice sitting in a theater for the first time yeah. in like five months and seeing a film. I mean, regardless of how good the film was or mm-hmm. was not. It was just good to be back in a theater supporting my hometown theater. Yes. You know, and so that that was pretty awesome. But overall, I felt that the the Mutants was a very interesting beast in the world of a Marvel-branded film. Yeah. Um, I felt that it was a character study more than it was a superhero film. I agree. I felt that it was more about, all right, let's see what we can do if we throw five random teenagers from five different parts of the world into a house that they can't escape, and let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. And it was... Some of the the people in my crew that was with me that night, they, they just... They, 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 they was like, man, this is a, one of the worst Marvel films I've ever seen. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And a couple of them was like, man, I, I don't know. I'm just glad. I guess, I'm, I guess it's just the fact I'm with you is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, me being more of the, a film critic and appreciative <clears throat> of anything that we get with the Marvel brand logo on it, you know, I, I dive down it a little bit more and I look at the overall aesthetic of the film. Was it a great film? Probably not. Was it enjoyable? Yeah. I was entertained by it. Um, was it a movie that I would definitely re- rewatch value? Probably not. Uh, I know I'm sounding really harsh and really negative, but I think the dialogue for me, I, what was the, the blonde girl that had the Russian accent that, had, that uh, would uh, do the metal arm? Yes, uh, that was uh, Anya Taylor Joy's character, the the yeah magic 
uh, magic yeah i i k yeah yeah and and honestly i i she was really her bantering her dialogue that was given to her i don't think was very enjoyable no at all no she's a good actress but i didn't like her dialogue right and yeah. so it was just like uh by the time we were 30 minutes into the film her her attitude and bantering i was mm -hmm. like all right i either she needs to die in the next five minutes or something really dramatic needs to happen because I can't handle much more of this blonde chick. And, and the I, puppet. And, yeah. I didn't like the puppet. Yeah, the puppet was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hello. <laughs> hello, I'm Darcy Lynn. Yeah, that's what a, weird, man. That's so weird. <laughs> Hi, all folks. Kermit the Frog here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really weird. Um, but overall, you know, there was, there. I did have my, all right, so that was my big picture. Before we break it down, I want to hear what your big picture was. What do you think? Well, yeah. So I'll say this. I, it's better than I expected. Yeah. It's better than I expected. And funny enough, uh, the grade that I gave it, and I won't say what that is yet because mm -hmm. we'll do it at the end, right. um, actually warrants a, a fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. So of the 31% that's fresh, I am one of those fresh critics on Rotten Tomatoes. I am one of the, I think like 20 something people that's that's given it a fresh compared to the drastically larger number for run. Interesting. Okay. Um so it's it's okay, right? So it's mm -hmm. not what, what I think we all wanted which was a big showcase of their powers and, and that is what we got at the end in the third act. But funny enough, I found the third act to be the worst part of the movie because it was so jumbled. It was um, very jumbled. Yes, it was so jumbled and messy and their powers were cool, but it it just kept coming back to oh my god, please wake up. Oh my god. Please wake up. Seriously. And I'm just like, I, I like the horror. And the horror aspect, this haunted house where, where the kids are stuck inside, that's what I really like. Yeah. The movie's just so messy. It, it never really got that proper balance. So again, there's entertainment to be had. I, I wouldn't call it the worst Marvel movie I've seen. I've seen a lot worse than, than New Mutants, but uh, I actually liked it more than Dark Phoenix, funny enough. But I still just. You know, I can't. I'm never going to watch it again. It's a one-time watch. Agreed. You know the one scene in the trailer where the faces are coming out of the wall. The wall looks like latex. Where yes, was that where scene? Where was that? Yes, I agree. I, I was like that. waiting for it. I'm like, all right, is that one point? I know it's coming. Wait, where's it at? Yeah. And it was just like never happened. I'm like, well, and that's what I needed more of is that right there, Joe. The horror. Because I yeah. really dug the horror, the the creepy face looking dude chasing our kids down through the hallways, man. That had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And then we get back to the teen angst and throwing the party when the doctor is sedated, and I'm just like, and, and again, if how are the force fields still up? If she's if she's knocked out, I, I, don't I was know wondering the same thing. Work. If she is unconscious. How is she mentally holding up the force field that's around the mansion? Because yeah. right, spoiler alert. The doctor. Yeah. Oh, trust me, she's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, um, she is the one containing these mutants. Yeah. She has she has the ability to create force fields, and nobody can leave or enter, essentially, mm -hmm. unless. And so, I didn't really get that. If they sedated her, like they said they did. Yes. Okay. Still up. Can't you just mm -hmm. walk out the front door and then bye, yep. bye, SX Corporation, bye, Mister <laughs> Sinister? Yeah, no, seriously. No, I don't know that. It was really weird. It was really strange. Um, all right, so the the, I, the build up to the end. Yes. All right, so when you're watching the opening, and it's her father and her. I I can't remember the name. Of, it, it was the Native American character. Yes. Um, when you're watching. And you hear the thuds in the woods. The yes. I'm like, oh my God, it's a sentinel. They're going to be fighting oh, a sentinel. Nice, okay. I mean, you think about that, right? You see the, the beams and the things being thrown and the trees crunching. What would be hunting an, a mutant in that era other than a sentinel, right? Yeah. Okay, and so fast forward to the ending. It's a giant bullheaded dog with a black cloud. And funny thing is, I actually knew that going in, so that didn't shock me. I, Why I'd was it a giant bull, uh, bulldog? So it was actually... Oh, it was the a, necklace thing, okay. It was classified as a bear. They called it a bear. A bear, that's right. Yeah, like a... Uh, like, uh, it has a name, there's a name it to it. It was a demon bear. Yeah, it's a, yeah demon, demon bear. bear, that's what it was. Yeah. So, and I knew... 
And I knew that that was coming, so it didn't catch me off guard. So I was kind of waiting to see it, how it would play in. And again, that fight, I mean, Anya Taylor-Joy's character fighting the bear was actually pretty cool, but mm -hmm. it, it felt like they, they kept cutting away from it to focus on the people hiding. And I'm like, go back to the sword versus the demon bear. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And they just kept cutting away. So I'm like, even when you're giving me these, these good moments, we didn't get to see him. And I, I think that comes down to the filmmaking with Josh Boone. He, he had the horror vibe going, but he didn't really do very well with the action. Yeah, I don't know if... if... Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, the, the ending just kind of was, was very lackluster for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have much rather have watched X-Men Origins where Deadpool has his face sewn up Oof. than see, seeing this. That's you tough. know, it was pretty bad. Um, the overall idea of having these teenagers locked inside of a house and they don't really know why they're there, that mm. they're being trained for something better, I kind of dig that. I, I can get I love that. I can get along with yeah. that. And the horror vibe I felt, I feel that there's a lot more footage that was filmed, but I feel once Fox handed it off to Disney, Disney downplayed a lot of the footage because they don't yeah. want it to be too dark. Yeah. We want to have a fun, friendly family teenager x-men movie so let's just take out all those really scary parts and let's put in all these really happy cry baby parts <laughs> yeah does I, that um, seem more plausible that, that i think that's absolutely it and <laughs> there are i mean you can also think of it in, in this way joe it, it's almost like a breakfast club except they can't leave like breakfast club they technically can leave um, but that's kind of my mentality when, when we're in that. And Bender act, turns like, into a bear. <laughs> yeah. And, well, that's the thing, man. It's like this, this breaking whole balls here, Bob was, this whole concept <laughs> Sorry. was so no dude. That, well, that's the thing is I love a movie like breakfast club and I love, so the teen aspect of it, I really wasn't loving at first. And then I start seeing the relationships develop. I'm like, okay, cool. And there's, there's actually a romance in there, Macy Williams character. And then uh, the girl that played Danielle, I, that, that was actually believable for me. I'm like, Oh, this, this is actually is solid chemistry. Yeah. But I go back to what I mentioned earlier and it's like, Oh, she's asleep. Let's party. And Oh, let's, uh, let's cause trouble. And Ooh, I'm, I'm the, I'm the mean chick. Ooh, I'm the guy with all the money. And they just fall into these tropes and these cliches. And I'm like, you guys are falling into the trap. It takes down all these Netflix. Can movies. you, can you, <laughs> would you say that it's a lot predictable? Yes, I would too. Yes. I would say, I would, absolutely. there's a lot of lines, a lot of scenarios that you feel, you, you already, before it even starts, you already know how yeah. it's going to end. Well, did you know, Joe, did, at the beginning of the movie, did you know she was the one creating the, uh, all of the images in people's heads? Not at the, not at the, well, not in the opening act with her father, mm -hmm. but probably within the first five minutes, I figured it Same. out. I looked over to my friend who was sitting beside me and I'm like, She's the one causing all this because she's the denominator that's causing the mis I, I figured it out immediately. Yes. It, it took me less than five minutes. It's too predictable for me. Very that aspect, which is the underlying theme of the entire movie. That's the whole reason they're in this situation. And how do you feel about them making her the villain? Because technically she's the villain. That was for, it was an odd call. Yeah. Is, is she an anti-hero? I mean, she can't control it, but... She can't control th it. These were these were bad. I mean, these people almost got killed because of her. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's, yeah. a, that's a little bit of an identity. Like, do we trust her? Do we not? I mean, there's some duality there. And I don't think there... Yeah. I don't know if there's enough finality to the situation other than walking down a dusty path at the end of it. That's like, oh, that's the end. Setting Yay. up for a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they did. Seriously. 20 years in the making. Wait and watch. Well, you know, Joe, there was originally supposed to be a Mr. Sinister cameo. I believe they had, who did they have cast? It was a big star as Mr. Sinister. Um, I heard Keanu at one point, but I think that was just a rumor, but they had someone cast as Sinister to make a cameo. For I think I remember film. that. Someone. It was, it was a big name actor. It, I could probably, yeah. actually, honestly, we can probably go back to one of our, when we did X-Men Apocalypse <laughs> and we were talking <laughs> about that, about we it. probably dropped the name. Yeah. But um, I do recall that. Uh, you know, the Essex Corporation was also mentioned in the X-Men Apocalypse yes. as well at the end of it. And um, yeah. I don't think that um, was a Brian Singer. I don't think he ever got a chance to set that up. No. No, and there's... Well, I'll tell you this, though. 
one thing I wasn't expecting going into the movie, and I actually made a video, a separate video on this, was the connection to Logan with the uh, footage of the kids, obviously, where X-23 spawned oh. from. Um, this was actually, so we were wondering throughout the whole movie, what is step two, right? New Mutants is step one, what is step two? Well, it turns out Logan, those kids, that's step two. So that was the tie-in to Logan, and that kind of answers our question, well, where does this take place in, in, in the timeline? Before Logan. Before Logan, right? But my big question to you, Joe, is what do you think here? So in the movie, they mentioned Professor X is uh, the X-Men are still, as far as they know, I mean, they've been you know locked away for a while. So as far as they know, the X-Men are still alive and well. Well, in Logan, we hear that Professor X killed all of the X-Men. So New Mutants must take place, I'd say, a year and a half before Logan happens because I think that year prior is when Xavier wipes out the X-Men. So this had to be about a year and a half before. I mean, that, that makes sense to yeah. me unless they just didn't know he killed the X-Men. And if that's the case, it could be right before Logan. And it could depend on how long they've been in there prior. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because we're following the story of the young girl, you know, who has these psychotic abilities or psychosis abilities, whatever, uh, to be able to, you know, manifest your greatest fears. Mm-hmm. We're following her story. We don't know about the other four. Yes, yes. You know, and so we don't know how long they've been in there. Have they been in there since they was a child? Ooh, it could be during or Oh, my gosh, it could even be after Logan. Because so, we don't see the world outside. We don't see the apocalypse. We never like see. It never goes wow, beyond the cathedral yeah. and uh, the grounds. Interesting. The, really interesting when you think about it. And, you know, if like Essex that. Corporation's in it, there's probably some crazy, like, security protocols and, and things like that. They're probably off yeah. the grid, totally off the grid. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But, you know, that was a really cool tie-in, though, seeing that footage, like that tied in with Logan of the kids being drunk down the hallway and their mutants yeah. and stuff like that, which kind of solidifies Logan as one of my favorite X-Men movies of all time. Oh, oh my gosh. I saw it recently same. again. I went back and watched it again in 4K, and I'm just, this is such a masterful piece of work. But We were um, talking uh, we were talking cinematography in a superhero movie during my live stream today, and the first thing I thought of was Logan. Man, Logan. those shots gorgeous what a beautiful movie beautiful. to look at and, that and the color tones the color tones <gasps> yes. oh the orange yes. you just said it yeah the color tone. sepia light sepia it's just amazing beautiful color palette on that one so the Mew Mutants all overall I mean it, it is a really interesting character study there's a lot of missing parts of the missing elements it is predictable um, the ending is a, a little bit lackluster uh, is it worth seeing one time absolutely I do believe you need so. to see it. If you're a fan of any Marvel movie, you probably will want to see this. And um, but I don't think I think that's pretty much where it needs to end. There, um, I don't think it's a film that has a lot of repeat value, rewatchability. I agree. Uh, but that's my two cents. Uh, Austin, is there any closing comments before we give our scores? Yeah, it wasn't worth the two and a half year wait. I'll say that much. But uh, I don't think anyone expected it. To be, and that's honestly why we had to wait two and a half years because of the delays, because of the fact that they didn't know what the movie could have been. And I, I see potential in that movie. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I think there's a lot of potential there. But again, the universe is done, so we're never going to see that sequel that they set up at the end. No. Now the Fox X Men franchise, as we know it, is gone. Finito. Right. All right. So um, when I was walking out of the theater, I'm gonna. I'll give my first score. I don't have the fancy graphics like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those. But I was thinking in the back of my head, 5.6. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm giving it a 5 out of 5 because um, there is some entertainment value there. There is some stuff there that, that is kind of cool to watch and kind of creepy to watch at some points. Um, but um, beyond that, the ending just really, the, the Act 3 was flopped for me big time. And um, I was just really not happy with with how everything transpired. So 5.6 for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I actually, I'm very close. I am that score that warrants that fresh. It is a 60. It is a six out of 10, mm-hmm. which is just enough to be considered an okay movie for me. And that's exactly what I say. I, I say it's okay. Um, it, it warrants maybe one watch, but beyond that, like you said, no. So an average of, of 5.8 for Pop X cast, which mm-hmm. is, I think, what a lot of us expected for this yeah. movie. I didn't really have a lot of expectations going in there. I mean, I knew this movie has been re-edited like five times. 
Yeah. (laughs) Reshoots. I mean, I remember we were talking on Pop X one time about the reshoots. We're like, holy cow, they're going back in to reshoot a lot of this stuff? What? And we were just like, there's no way this film is going to... This is a flop. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see the box office, Joe? I did not. All right. So, seven million in the U.S., nine million worldwide. Granted, pandemic, but still. Yeah. That ain't even paid for catering. (laughs) Jeez. That's horrible. Oh, yeah. It's it's not good, man. Put that biscuit down, Johnny. We got to pay five million for that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. Why is it a biscuit? (laughs) Put the biscuit down. (laughs) Put that biscuit down. Put that biscuit down, Johnny. (laughs) That biscuit for That biscuit's $15. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's horrible, man. That's... Getting Ooh. Bob Evans coming out here catering to you all every morning. It's crazy. The whole budget. <laughs> the whole bunch of the money. Bob Evans and cigars. That was it. <laughs> Cheap vodka. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's horrible. That is bad. But oh. funny. But anyway, yeah, really I digress. Yeah. All right, dude. So you got a 6.0. I got a 5.6. We're pretty much without even... I had didn't see your movie review purposely. Because I didn't want to know your score. I always do. So I'm glad. You and I are really close on a lot of our movies that we watch. We're within like 0.5% of of our scores, which is unique. I I can't remember one time. There may have been one or two occasions where we were pretty far, but we're always within a point. Like always Always, within that. Typically. Yeah. It's pretty good. All righty, guys. Well, that is the official film review of The New Mutants. Now, don't, I mean, I know we're, we're really hitting it hard. But it is worth a watch. And I will say this much. On the record, if your movie theater in your local town is open, do yourself a favor. Go on a night. Buy the ticket. Go see the New Mutants. Maybe buy a soda and some popcorn. Support them. I know that my movie theater here where I live in my hometown um, is having some very hard times keeping the lights on. And um, anything that I can do to support a place where I went and saw Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity Mm -hmm. War and all of my favorite Marvel movies... So many memories sitting in those seats watching some of my favorite Black Panther uh, yeah. come to life. I mean, it, I owe it to them to support them. And I think you Absolutely. should do the same. I, I, that's, a, that's a strong urgency from Team Pop X. Support your local theaters. They need it. Um, but uh, with all that said, um, that is uh, our official film review. Austin, you want to take us out? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you guys can find me at The Burkinator. I'm Austin Burke on YouTube. We are part of the newly formed creative group known as The Creative Multiverse, and this is cool, guys. Uh, For more great media content, artwork, and more, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Creative Multiverse. And Joe was talking earlier, uh, so much incredible, not just – not just 2D, works of art in general shared on that page. So uh, please go check that out. Um, And if you're creative, you produce content, if you have a talent, uh, we would definitely like to see it and would like for you guys to share it in the multiverse. Also connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, all at PopXCast and send us comments and suggestions via email at PopXCast at gmail.com. For future and past shows, visit our official website, www.popxcast.com. And uh, if you're on the YouTube channel watching this right now, be sure to hit the subscribe button, notification bell to know when we go live. And uh, the thumbs up would be um, a nice little addition to that. Yes, sir. And so um, I am Joseph Burke at Joseph Burke Arts. Uh, it's uh, J-O-S-E-P-H-B-U-R-K-E. Same last name as this guy, A-R-T-S. On social media, I do all kinds of really cool graphic design work and retro 80s artwork. So if you're into that stuff, like the logo you see right here, the Pop-X logo. Hey, uh, if you guys came out. from the Discord, how about you, uh, Joe, how about you tell them where I got my logo for my YouTube channel? Oh, your logo? Yes. Oh, well, your logo actually came from me because I designed <laughs> your logo. My whole style came from you, man. The it whole, is. I mean, just the whole look of the channel. It, it, it really, it works so well. Yep, and uh, you know, it, it's really cool to see you using that brand on like shirts and stuff. I really, yes. I'm very flattered. You know, when I when I log onto the Flick Fan Nation and I see that, I'm like, man, that's him. That's his. That's his style. That's him. That's who Perfect. he is. 
It's so, um, uh, you know what, guys, in a couple of weeks, we're going to try our best to be back here on September the 13th as we're going to talk. I know we may we may go sooner, so make sure you subscribe mm-hmm. to the YouTube channel. We may want to talk about it next Saturday, Sunday night. I don't know. Yes. But we yes. have got Tenet and Bill and Ted on the schedule to talk about coming up on episode 111. So mark your calendar, September the 13th. Uh, it could be before. It could be the weekend before. We don't know. Uh, but uh, we might be very eager to talk about this, and we might be back next Sunday. So mm-hmm. definitely subscribe and watch for more great content. But from all of us here at PopX Cast, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we will see you next time right here on PopX Cast. Austin, it's good to have you back, bro. Oh, it feels good, Dude, man. I love um, it. I love it. Missed you a long time. Yeah. All right, we're out of here, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to PopX Cast. As you're enjoying listening or viewing our shows, please consider clicking on the subscribe button to our feed and click the get notifications buttons so you don't miss out on great future content. Like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash popxcast. And on Instagram at popxcast. And be sure to drop us an email anytime at popxcast at gmail.com. For more great content, check out the Creative Multiverse, where science, art, and imagination come together with artistic talents. The Creative Multiverse can be found on Facebook groups under the same name. We'll see you next time. Get your geek on.